Welcome to the Community Corner, the podcast powered by Bevy. I'm your host, Beth McIntyre. In this show, I interview community builders from all spaces in the industry. Stay tuned for actionable strategies to learn and community stories to love, all in 15 minutes. I'm excited to have my next guest, Maxwell Lyons, who is a community manager at Course Hero. Today, Maxwell shares how they drive engagement in their community and how through a combination of feedback and data, they know what kind of programming their community wants. He also shares how going virtual has had a really positive impact on the community. Welcome to the Community Corner, Maxwell. It's so nice to have you with me today. It's so nice to be here. Thank you for having me. Let's dive right in. Can you describe what Course Hero is and what you do in your role? Of course. So Course Hero is an online learning platform where we have over 60 million course-specific study resources for students to access all over the world. These resources consist of anything from practice problems, study guides, test prep materials, anything like that. And these are all contributed by students um, and educators. And in my role as a community manager, I currently manage 30 of our on-campus campus representatives, I'm part of the student community team. And our team is responsible for growing document acquisition at schools where we don't have a strong enough presence yet. So we work with our campus reps all over the country to get them to utilize their network and get them to grow the library of Coursero. And 60 million is no small, like that's nothing to laugh at. How big is the team, the community team at Course Hero? It's a great question. So yeah, 60 million is a huge number. Um, our team consists of, let's say six to eight of us currently, where there's a few, one in Canada, one in Australia, and then a few of us are based in San Francisco. See, isn't that just the proof we need when we say that community can exponentially grow the reach you have and the work you can do? A team of six is creating 60 million study resources. I mean, come on, that right there is the magic of community. I do have to say, we can't take credit for all of that, but we are definitely trying to grow our library at schools where we want to have a stronger number. So we are definitely um, contributing to the bigger picture of the Coursera goal. Yeah, totally. So my next question is about the purpose of the community. So what do members actually get out of being a part of your community? Yeah, so members get a lot out of being a campus representative with us. You know, it starts with them being able to earn some additional cash for working with students on their campus and getting them to go through the Coursera upload process, as we like to call it. They also earn a ton of professional development. We have we offer uh, skills in marketing, sales, networking, event planning, as well as actually something we have going on today, a call with a Coursera executive for some of our top performing campus representatives. And this is like a great opportunity for them to network with um, some people people higher up in Coursera and get some like insight on the ed tech communities, which is uh, pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. How does your team prove the value of your community to your business? Like what is the purpose that your community has for the business? So when we have schools where we don't have enough content, when people are searching for Coursero, this might not necessarily come up right away. So when we're able to add enough content to these specific schools, I believe it's with something with the search engine up, SEO type of it, and that's able to increase and um, the value of these documents and what we bring in really do have a big impact on the overall Coursero company. Very cool. Very cool. So then you are more focused on the engagement of yes. these students and the campus representatives. So how do you drive engagement in your community? So we definitely 
really utilize our Slack, our Slack workspaces. We have different ones for like shout outs channel where we shout out all of our campus reps for different achievements. We have advice channels for reps to offer advice for hosting events, other type of things. And we also drive engagement by changing the incentives and bonuses that we have going on in our campus rep program. So for example, this past summer, it's a little bit slower with the seasons. Of course, this is like a seasonality type thing where college students are a little bit less busy in the summer. So we, we turned it into a Coursera Summer Olympics, we like to call it. So we had like an eight-week program with different medals, incentives, bonuses. And it was just like a great way to drive engagement when it was like a slower time of year. And um, last winter, we were actually able to host a virtual white elephant party at the end of the year. Even this week, actually, we're having our next holiday party where we're giving uh, some certificates, playing some categories and different games, just to keep everyone engaged and excited about being a part of the Coursera team. And how do you know what kinds of programs to implement in order to drive that engagement? Like you, surely it wasn't just a throw a dart at a wall and like, let's have a party. Well, maybe it was. (laughs) So each school in our program is very different, right? You think of every college in the United States is very different. Some are commuter schools, some are very big in sports. We think about all of our campus rep come from these different schools. So to keep everyone together, to keep everyone on the same page and happy, we like to have like different competitions or if we're, for example, last week, a few weeks ago, we had a team competition where we paired different campus reps with each other from like all over the United States and they work together to like compete against a team goal. And if there's like pausing there. So sometimes we have campus reps at schools where they don't have other campus reps um, at that time. So we like to work with them and have them join other team meetings and other meetings for them to interact and get the same experience. Our program is always changing. We like to take feedback and listen to our campus representatives. There's no like set in stone play by play of what we're going to do on a day to day with this program. And you know, each campus in the United States is different and each student is very different. So being able to work with each student, understand what they need to be successful in this program. You know, if they're the only campus rep at their school, we can pair them with another campus rep at another school and have them work together. And this not only increases engagement throughout our communities, but this also goes back to the professional development that we try to provide from the beginning and having them work with another community manager, another Coursera team member, or just another campus rep to keep everyone engaged throughout this program. Yeah. And I love that you touch on the fact that you're actually asking for feedback because so often I think community professionals get into this mindset where they feel overwhelmed about the new programming or what they're going to introduce when really sometimes it's just as simple as asking your community what they want, and then listening to their answer. Yes, we actually do an end of semester survey almost every semester just to get feedback from everyone, you know, all of our campus reps. We want to know what you liked about this program. What can we change? Like, is there any little thing that you want us to work on? You know, like we're open ears. We want our reps to be happy with us and we want to be happy with our reps, right? So we're just being able to have this open line of communication and work with each other definitely goes a really long way. Fantastic. And so nobody here is a stranger to online community and building virtual experiences. So how has moving virtual affected the Course Hero community? So funny story, actually, I was actually a campus rep myself before I came on to as a community manager. And I didn't really get my feet off the ground as a campus rep until I was able to go virtual when, um, of course, the pandemic hit. I found it much easier for myself to network and reach out to my college friends and students and network on campus 
for being virtual. And in terms of our community, you know, a lot of people now are very familiar with Zoom and Slack and all the amenities that come to the virtual workspace. So in a way, being virtual has almost helped our community. You know, now we're able to work with students all over the country. Like I have students that go to school in Philadelphia, in New York City, in Florida, all over the world or the country, excuse me. So just being able to work with them whenever we can really just shows that being virtual has helped our community. That's great. And I love, I love hearing stories where community get a job as like the manager of the community they were a part of. I think those Mm -hmm. are some of my favorite origin stories for community professionals. So I'm glad that you added that in. (laughs) For sure. I was truly very passionate about this company and our mission. I did not want to end my time here. So I was very lucky to be able to come on as a community manager. Well, Maxwell, we don't have any limits at the community corner except for our time limit. So we've come to my final question, which is the one I ask every guest. Who is a community builder you would love to grab lunch with? This is definitely a tough question, but going back on my personal experience, when I was in college, I interned for a nonprofit called Back on My Feet. And essentially their mission is to help homeless people around the country get back on their feet through the power of running, right? And it was a great experience. And I would love to have a meal or lunch with the founder and Mahalam. She just, her story and the vision for this nonprofit really inspires me. And I um, would love to just be able to chat with her for a little bit and learn more about how she started this. Thank you for sharing, Maxwell. And thank you so much for joining me on the Community Corner. It was so nice to have you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for listening. If you liked the show, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to learn more about how to create your own community, go to pod.bevy.com. That's pod.bevy.com. This is the Community Corner, and I'm Beth McIntyre. <laughs>